Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast for March 4th, 2015. This is Tom Maluli and with me is Tim Maluli. And today we're going to talk about something that we listened to uh, the other day. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So the other day, uh, John Herman, who is the Director of Interest Rate Strategy for Mitsubishi Securities, was interviewed on Bloomberg Radio with Tom Keen and Michael McKee. And it was actually a really good interview. Uh, They usually have some pretty high-powered guests that do a great job of breaking down some of the more boring economic or scientific topics into terms that everyone can understand. Right. So what John Herman was talking about is that a, a large number of jobs have been created in recent years, but a lot of these jobs are actually part-time jobs, or they're sometimes called flex-time jobs. And there seems to be a real fear that these part-time jobs are going to become permanent. Not permanent in terms of people getting full-time work, but permanent in the sense that they're going to be permanent, permanently part-time work. Now, is there something wrong with that? I mean, at, at least some jobs are being created, right? Yeah, it, it is good that jobs are being created, but it's not really the kind of work that I think everybody wants. The, the problem is that despite the great numbers of new jobs that have been created over the last several months, I mean, a lot of folks in Washington, D.C. are taking victory laps for the number of jobs that are being created lately. The, the problem that I think a lot of people are missing is that the size of the overall labor force has shrunk considerably over the last seven years. I mean, if you take the number, the size of the labor force in 2007 and look at it today, it's two-thirds of what it was just seven years ago. Yeah. So if we see any sort of stall or slowdown in the U.S. economy at all, these part-time jobs will just go away, they're, right? Yeah, they're probably going to just disappear. A lot of them may just disappear. And, and with that, the headcount, the labor force is going to shrink even more. And you know, if you're cutting back hours and cutting back part-timers and other people on staff, what also gets cut? Your, your take-home pay, your paycheck shrinks with that. Right, and that's going to be a problem. So it would actually be better if some of these part-time jobs grew into full-time work, right? Right, and that's typically what happens when the economy starts to rebound. You see that employers will hire people on a temporary basis or they'll start with with part-time work, and then it'll morph into full-time jobs. But that should have been happening already by this stage in the economic cycle, and it's, it's not. So the, the big run-up in credit expansion is something we ought to be seeing at this point in an economic recovery, and that's not happening. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're really in a weird spot in the economy right now. People, well, they're not as miserable as they were maybe a couple of years ago when they weren't working at all, but they're also not yet confident to that point where they're going to start you know, spending money again or booking a cruise. They're, they're saving money and they're reducing debt. In fact, the savings rate is the highest that it's been in several years. The savings rate right now is 5.5%, and typically the savings rate goes up when you're in a recession, not at this stage of the game where we're actually, we should be in economic expansion. It hasn't been happening yet. So spending money and growing the economy go hand in hand with confidence, and that's what's missing now. That's right. Yeah, we still have a big fear that that jobs can be lost and that there's no safety net 
or people are working without a, as much of a safety net as they'd like. It's really coming down to a matter of confidence. But isn't saving money and reducing debt good things? Yeah, definitely. Reducing debt, always a good thing. Having you know some kind of safety net uh, is always good. But the problem with that is that this the prime working age groups, you know, those people that are in their 20s and 30s are, are the ones that are looking for, for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ones in that age bracket that are working, they're not spending, or they're not spending yet. They're, a lot of them are still paying down student loans. Yep. Uh, also worth noting, uh, Herman mentioned the number of jobs going to those age 50 and over is the largest of any age group today. Hey, that's, that's really, really important. You know, think about that. People who are 50 and over, that age group, they're not spenders. They're, yeah. they're savers. Mm-hmm. And so what uh, John Herman was mentioning is that this isn't going to be one of those decades where people suddenly wake up like they did in the 80s and say, hey, we've got good jobs, we've got good incomes, you know, let, let's borrow and, and spend, let's, you know, move up to a bigger house and, you know, start taking vacations. That's just probably not going to be happening. They're, they're you know... We don't see it coming. Yeah, the the people that are 50 and over are not the ones going out buying new furniture for a home they just bought or buying more cars, creating families, the economic activities needed to grow an economy. Yeah, these again, these folks are, are the savers. They're getting ready for retirement. They're reducing debt. So it's, it's really becoming a, a problem. So what's the Fed looking to do or what are they looking to have happen? Well, you would think at this stage of the game that the Fed's you know, happy to see that the labor markets are tightening and jobs are being created. There's no doubt about that, but they're looking for wage growth to improve, and they haven't really seen it yet. In fact, when you talk about the labor markets, uh, Mitsubishi is looking for unemployment, the unemployment rate to be under 5% by the end of this year. So in the last couple of months, we've seen a little pickup in wages, but our own inflation rate here in the United States is running at just one3 That's not enough. The Fed said they're looking for 2%. I don't think they're going to get hung up on having exactly 2%, but they want to see that pickup in wages, and because when you get wage growth, that leads to some natural inflation. Uh, So we just haven't seen enough of that wage growth yet, and that's really what they're looking for at this stage. So realistically, we could see significantly lower yields for not just 2015, but also for 2016 and even 2017. That's right. And so, you know, when we talk about economic projections or mention different securities, it's important to keep in mind that, you know, none of the securities that we mentioned in this podcast or or any of our presentations represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. In fact, in this podcast, Tim, we were talking about what another firm, Mitsubishi Securities, is projecting. And so this presentation is not a recommendation to buy or sell or make any kind of investment decisions on anything specific that's mentioned here. But more importantly, if you're relying on just a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a mistake. And so we strongly urge our listeners to consult with their own investment advisor before they make that decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, We'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have without any kind of cost or obligation. You can just pick up the phone and call us. We're in New Jersey. Our phone number is 732-223-4000. 
9000 or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. That's all we have for this podcast. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week with a new topic.